Tuning into True Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming related questions and talk about gaming related topics. Now available on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcast, and iTunes, and other platforms. Helping you game with a better understanding. The boys. Enjoy the show. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl. And here on True Wing Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about your gaming-related topics. And for this week's episode, actually, I would like to apologize. I know this episode is being released a couple of days um, later than the original release date, which is every Friday. And uh, I do sincerely apologize uh, about that. Uh, but just want to rest assured that after this week, you know, um, next week, next Friday... There will be an episode released on time and on schedule. The schedule has not changed in any given way. Uh, just some stuff happened and, you know, I'm releasing a couple of days late. So please forgive me. Bear with me. I do appreciate uh, you so much for your support. And I know as uh, when the show grows bigger, I know that's going to be unacceptable. But thank you so very much. Uh, I appreciate your support. Back to this episode. On this week's episode of True Way Gaming, we have a question from a listener. A listener, one of my closest friends, brother from another mother, my boy, Kara. Uh, thank you so much for your support. And he asked a question. He said, hey, one-way soldier. I wanted to ask you, what are some of your thoughts on the recently announced Valve Steam Deck? What do you think about it? What are some of your impressions? Please, I want to hear your view on it. So, in this episode, I'm going to answer exactly that. I'm going to give my thoughts, my impressions of the Steam Deck, what do I think about it, and uh, yeah, and I and this was very interesting. There's, there's a lot of thoughts that came to my mind seeing this announcement. One, I'm, you know, overall, I'm definitely impressed. I'm definitely impressed with the design, and um, you can even look at IGN, for example. They have sort of like a exclusive with IGN First, where they interviewed the developers of the Steam Deck and give and, and actually shown off performance-wise and etc. And some cool, um, even a Q&A section for Valve on, in terms of the Steam Deck. So the first thing, though, I wanted to talk about, not talk too deep about, you know, but the specs, the specs of the Steam Machine. Which, and um, just in case listener, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Valve, they released a, pretty much a gate is basically a gaming PC handheld. And people are comparing it to the Switch, but the thing is with this Steam Deck, uh, specs wise, it's, uh, I, I would say, I think it's 10, more, 10 times more powerful than the Nintendo Switch, to be honest. Uh, so anyway, so the specs, uh, well, this, the Valve Steam Deck features a 7-inch screen, uh, which the max resolution on that screen is 800p, as to where the Nintendo Switch is 720. And then also, the Steam Deck has a uh, quad-core 8-thread AMD Ryzen Zen 2 processor paired with a RDNA 2 graphics, um, and also features 16 gigs of RAM. Which is pretty dope. <laughs> Which is pretty dope. Basically, it has the it has the latest memory 
um, in it, the latest memory in it, brand new memory hardware. And uh, to give more details of that, I'm quoting an article from IGN, actually, to one of the engineers, um, they made this comment, saying, while the Steam Deck's hardware is roughly comparable to last generation console, Val notes that the device uses the latest generation AMD hardware for its CPU and GPU, which is a big factor in its performance. In addition, the Steam Deck also uses brand new memory hardware We're using the LPDDR5, which is brand new to the industry, said hardware engineer. Yazen, I think I'm butcher his name. Yazen Alden, yeah, you, you can read the article. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not good with names as you already know on the show. Talking about the device RAM, I think it might actually be one of the first products to showcase this new memory technology. So in that sense, that gives a lot of future proofing. And that's also another thing about the article that I'm referring to right now is that uh, Valve was also saying that um, this console is actually future proof uh, because it uses the RDNA 2, which also that is capable, the RDNA 2 is Zen 2, is capable of ray tracing. But I'm going to continue quoting this article just a little bit longer. One of new technology that's already working on a new Steam Decks is NDN. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> One new technology that is already working on the Steam Deck is AMD's Fidelity FX Super Sampling, which helps achieve higher frame rates through the use of upscaled images. We've actually been working pretty closely with AMD on testing FSR and giving them feedback throughout the development process, says uh, Griffins. As you've seen, We've released a Dota 2 update that supports FSR. All these games support FSR. Just work on this device and FSR kicks in just the way you expect. So that's that's pretty dope. That That is pretty dope. Uh, especially, I think Digital Foundry has done a good video on this. Exactly what is this um, this Fidelity, Fidelity FX? resolution which is basically like a super resolution or something where you get an amazing frame rate very gorgeous frame rate um, but it sort of sacrifices the images per se and in that video they had a really good breakdown on playing a game in a native resolution at the at the targeted frame rate versus the the fidelity fx and uh very interesting very very interesting but but in other words i'm not gonna go too much into that but to be able to experience that on this hardware, on, on a handheld gaming PC, to me, is, is it's amazing. It's, it's actually, it's quite fascinating. Quite fascinating. And I do have some questions in terms of, how should I say, you know, when I, when I game on a PC, one thing that I really love, or, or is, is immediately what pops in my mind, is high frame rates. And that's why I really thoroughly uh, appreciate about this current generation of consoles, the Xbox Series X and PS5. They're able to do max 120 frames per second, which is amazing. Which is finally, uh, um, how should I say, a new change in the console space. But for the Steam Deck, a lot of people had that same question. What is the max frame rate can this machine do because of the specs that I just mentioned? Um, it should be capable of doing high frame rates. Of course, case it's a case-by-case case basis. Not all games you'll be able to sort of target, especially, well, there's demanding games, like, for example, Control, uh, which they heavily demoed on this machine, which is pretty cool. And then it was asked on this, one of the engineers, what is the target, you know, what's the max frame rate, so to speak? 
And the engineer sort of uh, replied as in they are targeting 800p, 30 frames per second. And then there was a big uproar about it. What? Are you serious? You know, whatever. Uh, but then the engineer took it to Twitter to comment and sort of clarify what he meant to say. And this article is from The Verge. And it says, let's see. Well, actually, they quoted from his tweet. First, he says 30 frames per second is more a minimum bar than anything else. The 30% tar- uh, 30 frames per second target refers to the floor of what we consider playable in the performance testing. Games we tested and shown have considerably met and exceeded that bar so far, he writes. So he was saying, basically, and also other articles pretty much, um, what he was saying was that, yes, the Steam Deck can go past 30 frames per second. Um, it could go past 800p. If it, you dock it, because the cool feature about this, and that's why it's so heavily compared with Nintendo Switch, uh, about the Steam Deck is you could dock it to the TV and then you could play it on the big screen, which is really amazing. And if you play it on the big screen, it could go past 800p. It's just it's locked at 800p because of the screen on the Steam, Steam Deck itself, uh, which is pretty cool, which is really cool. And it's, it's really weird, too, that for I, mean, I kind of get why they did this to sort of cut cost, uh, but day one where you're able to purchase the the steam deck um it's you know you're, it's gonna come out of the box just the charging cable the steam deck itself and a carrying case it's not gonna come with a dock you have to buy that separately if you so choose one of if you want a dock and or um you could um they're allowing third parties to make docks which is very um i mean what like wow that's that's awesome but even then like cause what they said in the video was uh um, the, oh yeah, and there's also you know third party dark uh, excuse me third party docks already out there, and I'm like what kind of third party uh, referring to Nintendo Switch? <laughs> that's the only docks that I know that's that's already out there from third parties. Um, but in other words, they were saying there's third party solutions if you so choose you could get you could go with those, which is really cool. And yeah, so what's also really cool is that yeah when you dock it to the TV. Um, of course, they didn't give any games per se or anything, but the, the video output, the max output um, for this device docked is 4K um, 120 hertz and even 8K 60 frames per second. So to get that 4K 120 frames, I don't know if you got to be playing like Tetris <laughs> or you got to play ping pong or maybe in 4K 120 frames because, um, you know, the CPU, GPU, they, they, they are powerful, but compared to... The Xbox Series X CPU and the Xbox Series X is a Zen 2 8-core 16-thread at 3.8 gigahertz. And then um, the GPU side um, has a 52 RDNA 2 uh, CUs um, locked at 1.825 gigahertz. Sorry for that long pause there. Just making sure. <laughs> and then the Steam Deck CPU, uh, G, uh, CPU um, is a Zen two you know four cores eight threads um like that 2.4 um in between 2.4 and 3.5 gigahertz and the gpu um is a eight rdna two c U's um compute units like that 1.0 to 1.6 gigahertz so it's it's a quite a difference there quite a difference there similar technologies but it is a, a difference there on with the point I think that's very impressive that a handheld 
it's it's funny because this is what the the Switch Pro should have been. The Nintendo Switch Pro should have been, uh, been excuse me, like I mentioned in the previous episode, briefly in, in the episode, people are considering, oh, this is the Switch Pro. And literally $50 more than the Switch OLED. You're able to get your hand on this device, and if you dock it, you're able to run. Again, they haven't given any games. Four game, uh, 4K, 120Hz, and 8K, 60Hz output docked. But undocked, max resolution is 800p. Um, and I didn't see the max resolution. But what's what's really cool about this device, and I'm really looking forward to, is that it's literally compatible. Every game on Steam, you're able to play on this device, which is amazing. As a matter of fact, they did make a statement saying that there was not one game, there was not one game that they could not find um, that didn't run on the Steam Deck. So that that's pretty impressive. That's that's really cool. My only question is, for example, you have games, EA games. Um, and I do believe even Ubisoft games that are on Steam, but, well, I mean, I, I guess I pretty much, as I'm speaking about it, I kind of answer my own question, but those games, you would have to download the launcher for those games. So, for example, EA, let's say if you wanted to play Crisis uh, 3, for example, through Steam, you could purchase through Steam, if you want to launch it, you have to download a launcher, which is Origin, and then for, you would launch the game through Origin. To me, with this custom Steam OS that they're using for the Steam Deck, I'm just a little confused how would that run, so to speak. And also, would it greatly perfect, uh, affect performance? You know, same thing with Ubisoft. Same thing, you have to download the launcher if you want to play Rainbow Six Siege through Steam, you know, etc. And uh, so that's my question. But I do know the part that I was like, I sort of, you know, I guess it answers my question a little bit is that these engineers have confirmed that with the Steam Deck, you're able to use it as a normal PC if you so choose. You can literally download Windows 10 if you want. You can literally use Skype on here. You can literally download emulators. You can literally, whatever you want. It's literally a PC, but in a portable gaming format, which is an amazing selling point. Amazing, amazing selling point. And um, yeah, if in the future, God willing, if I were to get my hands on one of these, I would definitely use it just for the Steam OS because I think that's so cool. Like Steam is, is dope enough <laughs> and just to run the games on that. And um, I would even do like really thorough testing as well. But uh, but in other words, yeah, and also the engineer, going back to what he said, this is capable of playing games at higher frame rates. Uh, but he did mention also too in the article, later in the article, I should say, that there will become a point where it's a compromise, whether if you want greater resolutions, you know, or greater frame rates, there will have to be a trade-off, so to speak. Uh, but, I don't know. Like, me, when I play Steam, like, for example, a Steam game that I'm playing right now uh, that I love so much is Serious Sam 4, and um, also, uh, what's this game called? Oh my goodness, Serious Sam 4. I still play Left 4 Dead on there, and, um, oh my god, I had the thought in my mind. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Oh, there you go. Max Payne 3. Max Payne 3. I'm a big Max Payne fan. As a matter of fact, uh, it's Max Payne's 20th anniversary this year, which is amazing. And we still don't have a remaster. Remedy or Rockstar, I'm looking at you. But yeah, so those games, particular, like Max Payne especially, you can play at max settings and you don't even need really a decked out PC for it. So. I'm sure that the Steam Deck is more than capable of running that game in Max, and and I'll just be amazing too. Like really playing on, I you know, 
me, I mostly care about, and I think I mentioned this on the show before, I mostly care about frame rates. To me, frame rates make the game look good. Absolutely, there's a certain point where, uh, I mean, a good example would be Rage 2, uh, the Xbox One X enhanced version of that, is that you play at 60 frames, but the game is locked at 900p. So as a result of that, you do get a lot of blurry images to me. And to me, I know it's a lot of blurry images. So I do, I, I do wish that that game was like at 1080p, 60 frames per second. That would be much better. Um, but, you know, of course, playing on the 7-inch screen on the Steam Deck itself, shouldn't notice that, you know, because visuals will still look sharp uh, on a 7-inch screen. Um, but, but yeah, but, but Doc, though, you know, I'm, I'm sure you could raise that up to bump that up to 1080p, 60 frames, especially with these specs. This device is really, really impressive so yeah that's enough about specs <laughs> um and then also like i already mentioned you could play the entire steam library which is really awesome oh and, and a quick thing too um about the storage in terms of the uh, steam deck they uh, well there's three different models uh, i kind of forgot the the storage solutions that are provided. i know the the basic one pretty much the 400 steam deck is going to feature 64 gigs of eternal memory and we're talking about Steam games here. So there, I do have some Steam games that don't, they're not a lot um, to download. But, I mean, I do believe, like, Series 4 and, and Max Payne. Like, in other words, I see, I mean, again, it's a, a game by game basis. I see games, I see that filling up. I'm talking about, like, probably three games. And, and that's, that's everyone going to fill up. And you can't even fit Call of Duty on there, too. But then again, <laughs> why would, uh, I don't recommend playing Call of Duty on this thing. Anyway, uh, but but they do offer ex, ex, like the Nintendo Switch. You could buy a bigger micro SD card and pop it in there. There is a 500 gig one. There is a one terabyte one. I think that's pretty. That's a pretty penny actually. The one terabyte micro SD card um, that's on the market. That is expensive, but you could use that technically on the Steam Deck and yeah, get fast loading times and etc. So as I was looking up more information about the Steam Deck. You know, comparing to the Switch, and a thought popped in my mind, and I was thinking, is it possible that Valve Steam Deck can it bring back the handheld gaming trends? Now, hear me out for a few moments. I mean, obviously, you know, obviously the Switch has been killing it. Obviously, the Switch has been, it is the first hybrid on the market, and it, it, it's selling like hotcakes. It's selling. It's still selling out now. It's still selling out. Which is crazy. Um, especially the OLED too. I see that selling out like crazy too. But the reason why I thought that. Why, specifically where I said that can it bring back the handheld gaming trends. Nintendo obviously with their DS. And obviously with the Nintendo 3DS. And um, you know etc. But then I, I thought about the PlayStation Vita. For example. Because Sony was in was a, a direct competitor uh, with Nintendo in terms of the handheld market. And... The DS, uh, when the DS came out, not too long after, we had the PSP and stuff for, for years. And Nintendo kept on going, released the, the DS, uh, different iterations of it. The DS Lite, the DSi, etc., the 3DS. And, and um, the direct competitor for the 3DS was the PlayStation Vita. And the PlayStation Vita, fortunately, you know, it's, it's an amazing handheld. It, it is a really amazing handheld, especially the first model where it had an OLED screen already, and uh, you know games look gorgeous on it. 
I think I had like a 500 something P resolution or something. It, it was, um, and also I remember I used to watch anime on that. Colors looked amazing on that and um, etc. But back in 2015, Sony stopped making games for the PlayStation Vita. The PlayStation Vita stopped selling. And I think a big contributor to that, it was actually a friend, was, um, I mean, the, the price point. The price point for the system itself. If you had the first model and then you had to go buy uh, a memory card. For the PlayStation Vita and those memory cards, even still to this date, are expensive. You know, and we're talking about like a four gig runs you like I don't I don't know like like what like a four gig is like forty dollars I think or something like that or thirty I, I didn't check before I started doing this episode but they're expensive um, even to this date. So but the Sony they stopped selling, um, you know they stopped making their own first party games. Um, in 2015, and then they officially cut support for, well, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here. They stopped making games in 2015. Then, at the Nintendo Switch released on March 3rd, 2017. So that's basically, and it's marketed as a hybrid console. It's not marketed just as a portable console. It's a hybrid, uh, but it is the best of both worlds, you know, and it was a direct competitor with Vita. That sold out like crazy. And on March 2nd of 2019, um, Sony has officially stopped support for the PlayStation Vita. In terms of they stopped making consoles. Um, they, 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 I do believe they also stopped third-party developers from releasing physical copies. Well, I, a little bit of running games, you could still get physical copies. But, but in other words, I do believe they stopped providing like physical cartridges where it's a third-party um developers etc so you know now you could just strictly buy you strictly have to buy digital copies of games yeah so the the average life how many units excuse me the the amount of unit units that were sold playstation vita's life was literally 15 million units that's the most they sold was 15 million that may sound like a lot um but in terms of gaming like for a lifetime we're talking about like a decade's sales, only 15 million. That was considered a great va- uh, failure. I mean, that, that is a great failure. So, in other words, I believe Nintendo Switch also contributed to the you know the PlayStation Vita's death. How much units were selling, and what Nintendo did right. So, my my point of bringing this up is that I'm thinking you know Switch since 2017 has been rocking it. Selling a lot of units. Uh, this year, 2021, Nintendo Switch announced, uh, Nintendo, excuse me, announced an OLED model, 350, and the majority of fan base are disappointed. They feel like it's a, it's a, why the half step? They're asking, and even though Nintendo Switch never confirmed, oh yeah, they're going to do a more powerful system, that's what fans wanted. They wanted a more powerful Switch. Better frame rates, you know, and you know, it would even be cool if you dock it to the TV. You see, you get to play Mario Odyssey in 4K or even Legend of Zelda, you know, especially with the the draw distance in, in those in that game. And it's crazy because they didn't, they never hyped it up. It was just rumors hyping up, and that's why everyone became, you know, greatly disappointed. Uh, but in other words, Valve announced and showing off their Valve Steam Deck, and this is what the people wanted the Switch to be. 
and um and it's 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 amazing it's amazing it's gonna have gyro controls it's it's uh, the specs in there is gonna be really beefed up you get to play your whole entire steam library every steam game will work on this device and um, of course, you at a game like game basis. You get to uh, adjust the frame rates, make it higher, make it lower, and um, it, it's it sounds like a real promising machine, a real promising machine, and just for the money too, fifty dollars more than the OLED model. Literally, I would encourage people like, on, like Nintendo Switch is awesome. They have amazing games. Don't get me wrong, but man, if you just save uh, fifty dollars more, you get to have the Steam Deck. Or if you're looking at the regular model, $300 model, you know, that's good too. You know, I, I do recommend it. Why not? But at the same time, for if you just swear to save up $100 more, you could get yourself a, a hybrid, which is essentially a hybrid console. Um, the Steam Deck is a hybrid as well. You get to dock into the TV, play at higher resolutions or frame rates, or, you know, play on the go if that's what you really desire. And it, it's compared to Nintendo Switch, it literally... In terms of performance, in terms of resolution, graphics, it blows it out the water. And so, in other words, was filed. They did have, um, how should I say? They had a pre-order thing on their website, um, and I do believe like five to ten minutes, it sold out. <laughs> you know, it sold out. And as more units come out, or even when if, if they sell it, I'm not even sure if they're able, uh, if they're um, allowing other retailers to sell the Steam Deck when whenever it releases. I do believe, I think it's if not December, then next year. Um, no, no, it comes out this year. There you go. But they're going to have a, a second batch, I think, that's going to be for next year. So, um, in other words, we already see signs of this is going to sell like crazy, just like Nintendo Switch did. And my question, in other words, my whole point is like I said so much, and now I'm circling back around here, is can so is it possible that Sony could look at this and be like, hmm, you know, we made our money back on the PS5. You know what? We learned from our mistakes. Hopefully, I mean, they're making mistakes with PS5, but you know, they could be like, you know what? We learned from our mistakes from the PlayStation Vita. Obviously, you know, back in 2015, everyone was saying that that um handheld market is no longer popular in terms of like 3ds game boy places vita etc because the smartphones uh games for smartphones whatever were dominating that you know and and actually that was also partially blamed for the death of the vita but you know two years later the play the nintendo switch arrived and you see a little a lot of people um a majority buying that because of the handheld factor the, the fact that you could just dock it and then boom slide it up and you're on you can play it on the go and obviously it's shown that there is a market for a handheld and, and, and that's my point my point is even with steam deck literally targeting the same thing and it sold out just the pre-orders it's not even officially out yet just the pre-order window you it shows that there is a hunger in the market for a handheld gaming and and I and, and I just wonder myself, is it po- I mean, of course it's possible, anything is possible. But I just wonder, would Sony be looking at this and be like, Man, we're missing out. <laughs> you know what? We learn from mistakes for PlayStation Vita. Obviously there's a market for it, something a lot. What can we do with PlayStation? A matter of fact, can is it possible that that they could in a way make PlayStation Vita two, but it could run PlayStation five games. And also they could implement PlayStation Now. They can integrate PlayStation Now on this device as well. And make you a streaming handheld as well. Um, and also you could 
possibly. I mean, I doubt it, honestly, because I don't. Know, I was just thinking they could find a way to, you know, you could play PlayStation Five games on there, you know, but you might have to possibly buy it digitally and or, um, you know, they could make a Blu-ray drive on the back of the handheld, and you could just pop your PS Five games on it. That'd be so cool. But overall, that was just my thoughts, and I would absolutely love to see that happen. I would actually love to see Sony make a PlayStation Vita 2, you know? And it just sucks the way the PlayStation Vita... Well, actually, they're the ones that are trying to kill it. Fans are keeping it alive. But a PlayStation Vita 2, it was an overall appealing system. And just because of that memory and other factors, you know, it, it failed. But today's current time, technology that we have... Um, and especially, you know, because Sony, they're, they're, they're partnered with AMD... You know, AMD, the PlayStation 5 is powered by AMD's architecture, you know, RDNA 2 and stuff. They could put that in a handheld and just like Steam Deck is doing. And man, they, they can make something real special. And Sony, they know what they're doing. They know their designs and, and they know how to design a good handheld. They know how to design stuff good, you know. So that's something that I really hope that we will see um, future coming off. So overall verdict. Overall verdict, even though I think I already said it a couple of times, what is my initial thoughts on this? And I think the Steam Deck, personally, it definitely fits my need. I, I definitely love it. Um, to be honest, when I look at a handheld console, like for example, Nintendo Switch, I love the Nintendo Switch because um, I love the option that they give that you're able to buy either a digital game and or you could buy a physical cartridge. And me as a game collector, I love owning my games physically. I love the fact that, especially a cartridge, could last you easily a lifetime. Of course, you take care, you know, good care of it and stuff. But a cartridge doesn't like decay as uh, eventually a, a Blu-ray, well, a DVD, like disc rot. Um, and a, a Blu-ray disc lasts lasts much longer than a DVD. But you know, eventually, you know, those were will decay but a switch cartridge um the life of a game could be greatly preserved so to me i actually find myself buying physical games for nintendo switch rather than let's say the xbox one and or ps4 just because you know the cartridge you know nintendo games for example um now and not getting off the point but just to i guess you know Fun fact, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, the Nintendo 64 games and Nintendo 64, they're still completely playable today. They're not corroding. They're not going anywhere, you know. Of course, if you take care of it and stuff like that, that's why. But, like, you know, if you don't take care of it and leave it in a high moisture, I mean, you know, stuff like that. But uh, but even then, they the, the life of it could be, could be greatly preserved. <clears throat> but um, I, I was actually reading something, I think a report, that... Nintendo GameCube games with the mini discs. A lot of it's been reported that a lot of those games, and I'm like, God forbid, in my collection, I'm like, you know, Floor, please preserve the life of my, my collection. But um, the Nintendo GameCube discs, um, they don't have a long lifespan as a regular DVD does. And there's actually a lot of games that are breaking for the Nintendo GameCube. There are um, experiencing disc rot and, and or just period, they just stop working. Um, because of how the mini discs were made, you know. So, um, with that example, you know, you look at the cartridge. 
you know, Super Nintendo games, Nintendo 64, they are still kicking strong, you know? So, in other words, and going back to my original point here, I don't mean to sound like I'm all over the place, please forgive me. Um, you know, that I love that about the Nintendo Switch, that you could buy cartridge cartridges and have the whole game on there. Boom. It lasts me a lifetime. For the Switch, uh, for the Valve's, excuse me, Steam Deck, um, their only choice is a digital library because it's powered and it runs on Steam. Um, but I know the benefit of that, though, is that your whole, it's like day one, you have access to literally thousands and thousands of games on Steam on this device. So that's that's also a benefit, you know, to where when the Switch, Nintendo Switch first came out, you know, they, it took a little while for games to come out, you know, especially third parties and stuff, you know. But day one with the Steam Deck, you have access to thousands of games, period. You know, but they're all digital. So if that doesn't bother you, they're great. This is amazing. This is amazing. Um, so that's that's my really complaint about it. But overall, I like Valve the way they build their stuff, the way uh, the, the the quality when, for example, the Steam controller. To me, that's really 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 good quality. The way the, tra- the trackpad is, the thumbsticks, the triggers, etc. Um, and also just their other products like um, Steam Link. Um, you know that those are they built really good qual- um, products. So um, the Steam Deck, and obviously I never had my hands on with it. But it looks like it's a premium product, well built, heavy duty, and um, it looks like it's built to last. And that's what I like about it too, because you know it looks premium. And then you look at the Nintendo Switch; um, it's you know it's it's uh, the glass screen and, and outer, you know it, it looks much more fragile than the Steam Deck. And overall, I'm just I'm really impressed. I'm I'm, I'm um, excited. And I'm also really happy as well that Valve decided to make this and also announce this at the time they did because I also hope that Nintendo will look at this and, you know, it's sold out. And then when the Steam Deck does release and, you know, the public could, I mean, you know, when, when more people are able to buy it, Nintendo, you know, I hope they would think to themselves, man, we messed up. <laughs> you know, I hope it's all like that. Like, man, uh, we messed up. We should have built a powerful Switch, you know? Because I feel like Nintendo is sort of tone deaf, or they're being tone deaf of what fans want, you know? And, and not just in terms of like a Pro Switch, but for other things, Nintendo is being tone deaf in terms of their games, in terms of other accessories, products, etc. You know? But, so I'm really happy that there's a direct competitor to the Switch, and hopefully it will get nintendo to listen um and then oh i'm just really excited for this device overall to answer your question carl you know i'm really really excited for this device and uh yeah i hopefully i get my hands on one got one in the future i I definitely see myself enjoying it and literally just the fact that you know because me i I have a gaming pc um and literally i i you know uh, literally I, i just play games on there you know that's why i have the pc for really and um and then you know i also use obviously i'm recording this episode now um on my pc but to literally have a portable gaming pc which is essentially what it is um that's awesome you know it's it's just awesome very exciting and um i can't wait to see the assess and i can't wait to see also the tenno's response sony's response if they make one and 
I, I hope that this system sells well. I hope that when it launches, it launches complete. You know, it launches a premium product. And that, that's what I'm looking forward to. Amen. All right. So and thank you so much again for the question, Carl. Um, hope I answered it thoroughly. <laughs> um, and just thank you, listener. Thank you, listener, also for tuning in. And I will conclude this episode of True Way Gaming. Um, if you know, if you have any questions for me and or topics that you want to be addressed here on the show, please you can send your question and or topic at um, the email uh, twgpquestions at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you write your uh, write question at the subject bar. Also leave your name so I can probably address you here on the show. And hopefully in the next episode could properly address you and or wherever you can leave a comment on whatever platform that you're listening to this to you can leave a comment you can leave a question there as well and um and yeah and just thank you so very much for your time i really sincerely appreciate your support you know there's big things coming for here uh, coming to true Eight gaming and um i just want to say thank you so very much for taking the time all right so i love you guys god bless you you know jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the end of my transmission you... Yeah.